Hi there, and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us, being the proactive parent that you are, and getting the resources that you need to help your child lead to their maximum level of recovery, and mostly just really to have the most fulfilling and happy life possible. Because our kids are brilliant, and they are sweet, they're kind, and they deserve to have all of the opportunities that every other child in the world has. And sometimes there are limitations with their ability to stay calm and relaxed, or maybe to speak or make friends and to be able to focus in a classroom and learn. And these are all basic life necessities and we want them to grow up and be independent, healthy individuals. And so these resources that I share with you are what I found because I was once told that my son could not recover from his symptoms of autism and that I should drug him and try behavioral therapies and basically good luck. There was nothing we would be able to do for him but manage his symptoms. Fortunately, my 30 year now background in craniosacral therapy let me know the brain can and does heal. It is a scientific fact that you've got to know how to get the toxins and the inflammation out of the way and that there are a lot of different pieces to this. Not only does the gut control the brain and the immune system, but also the toxic load creates so much inflammation on the brain it can't function properly. And then there are co-infections like Lyme and mold and strep. And these are very, very common and why a lot of kids will plateau in the autism recovery process. And so in my research and on my journey, I found all of this out. I implemented it all with my son. It took me a decade and a lot of personal expense to figure it out. But today my son is no longer even diagnosable with autism. He's graduated college and he lives a happy, healthy life. And I am always clear that every child's level of recovery is different. And the definition of recovery, even in the dictionary, is to regain health. And that's what we want for every child. Your child may end up being someone that loses their diagnosis of autism, or they may keep it forever, and that's fine. But maybe now they're able to sleep through the night. They're staying healthy, so they're not sick all the time with ear infections and other kinds of infections that they have a lot. Some children were in the hospital all the time, the parents tell me before they came and I showed them, shared with them my resources. Other kids who were completely nonverbal are now speaking happily. They are focusing in a classroom, have gone from D's and F's to A's and B's. This is about a fulfilling life, and that's what I want to share with you. And I'm really, really excited that we are jumping into a new year. 2021 is going to be a good year, and I want you to keep that in your mindset because I know 2020 had its challenges, and there were a lot of different things. The pandemic, you became a maybe an unintentional homeschooler. We became very isolated from one another. And I am grateful for the internet for allowing us to stay together as a community. And I have a way to kick off the new year that I'm really excited to share with you. I'm going to offer a three, I'm offering you a three free three-hour masterclass. I'm going to walk you through all of the stages, all through those pieces of healing the gut and how to do that and natural and safe heavy metal detoxification. And then about those co-infections, I'm gonna to help to educate you 
so that you know how you can get your own child to their best level of recovery and share how I can help you do that. Because I want you to get the maximum results for your child and I want you to have support doing it. So is in this three hour masterclass, which will be on January 9th, 2021, I will also be offering some Q&A during mid, midway and after uh, the event to help answer your questions as well, because I know you have questions and they need to get answered and you deserve to get them answered. So I want to provide you that support. So please to register for the masterclass. I know we're a little early on it, but go ahead and register now and we will send you reminders as it gets closer. So you won't forget, go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass, all one word masterclass. And that will get you the registration link and go ahead and do that now. Please share it with any friends you know who could be interested uh, because there are a lot of parents out there with one in 36 kids being diagnosed with autism now. So if you're any groups or anybody who would be interested in this, please, please share it with them. It's open to everybody and it's free. Um, and the today's show notes will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 107. So if you're out on your morning walk or you're out driving your car while you're listening to this, just remember 107. And uh, that I'll, I'll give the link to the masterclass and anything else that I discussed today with you as well. And I think you're going to learn a lot from today's uh, episode. It's really important. We're going to be talking about liver support during detoxification for children with autism. There are so many parents, and this is, I will cover this also in detail in the masterclass. There are I know we get eager and we just really want to jump forward and put our kids on a lot of supplements and get them into detoxifying. And sometimes we don't even really know what that means or what it entails, but we want to do everything we can. I've done an episode in the past uh, called the 10 top things that every parent of child with autism should know. And one of those is as um, I talk about the kitchen sink syndrome, where parents just want to throw in everything that they can. And I have to warn you that that is one of the worst things you can do because it can cause setbacks. With our kids, their systems are very delicate and nobody really should be thrown into a detoxification really quickly uh, because we'll have something called die-off reactions. You'll see behaviors get much worse. They need some support in their system. And so I wanna talk about that today uh, in, uh, in this episode. Um, we're going to be talking again about the liver and how we can support it. And just to give you some greater understanding, because I found on my path and what I found in teaching and educating other parents is that the more you know, the more knowledge you have, not only the more responsibility you're able to have that is safe, you're able to guide your child through a process much more safely you're no longer just going to a practitioner's appointment and blindly listening to what they say, which may be very, very wrong. And I experienced this myself and I hear it from parents all the time still. And so the more you know, the more you don't have to rely on wondering if somebody else, if what they're saying is accurate. You educate yourself. Anything you learn from me, I even encourage you, you can go research it further and make sure that you feel comfortable with everything you've You've heard and understand it's validated because my research now in autism recovery alone has been 15 years. So for a decade and a half, I've been focusing on autism recovery. It led my son to his own 
results in autism recovery. And now I share these resources with you here. I have my membership program where I provide an A to Z roadmap for parents. And that's what I wanna do is to get you to where you know what you're doing and streamline the process for you so you can also do it safely. So back to the liver. The liver is our organ of detoxification. Of course, we have the lymphatic system and the skin. There are various ways we detoxify, but the liver is our main organ of detoxification. And children with autism have congested livers, and they're often even born with them that way. Their detoxification pathways also don't work well, and the whole body becomes burdened by all of this excess toxin, all these excess toxins in their system because their liver can't process out these toxins fast enough on its own. And then when we start doing any type of supplementation, specific diet, you know, diet changes, et cetera, um, those can even start shifting uh, the, uh, the toxic overload because the candida and the um, bad bacteria in the gut will thrive on the sugars from processed carbohydrates, gluten, casein, dairy, wheat, and things like that. And when we start removing those, those bad bacteria aren't getting the food they need. They start to die, hence the term die off. And then when that happens, then the, there are more toxins released into the system. And if the body and the liver cannot process them out fast enough on its own, we get a backlog of them. And that's where you see those heightened behaviors. All of a sudden your child who may have been even doing better and a little bit calmer will get kind of wild again and be aggressive and irritable. Their sleep might be disrupted. They might get sick, um, might even see fevers. These things can all happen from the, 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 uh, the liver and the toxic backup. And uh, also I'm going to link to my seven foods guide in the episode because I want you to know about the top seven foods to eliminate that you can start right now because it is a slow process and I encourage you to do it slowly to eliminate these seven foods from your child's diet very slowly because your child, like I said, is addicted to them because these bad bacteria in their gut are addicted. And it'll be at the show notes at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 107. But the direct link, just so you know, I always say it is naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, just the number seven and foods with no spaces in between. And that's something you can start implementing today. And again, I encourage you to do that very slowly to start removing those foods from the diet. So again, our, the child's liver is very, very often congested at birth. They get a lot of toxins from a mom's body, we have candida or we have toxic exposure while we're pregnant. Or I know for myself, I had mercury amalgam fillings when I was pregnant with my children. So that mercury in my mouth was going right into the baby. So it's no wonder some of our kids are born with susceptibilities. And then of course, today's environment we know is very, very toxic. So there are some very, very important things to know, not only for your child with autism, but for yourself and your other children and your spouse, the entire family should be getting well. And that's what this is about too, because we do pass infections around through the family. And when the liver is con often congested at birth, it's not able to detoxify. It's in the liver is also supplying nutrients and enzymes and hormones to cells and directly affects the growth and functioning of all of the cells in the body. So if the liver can't supply these nutrients to these cells, 
the cells can't perform the activities necessary to keep your body healthy. If the liver is congested, it can't effectively remove the toxins from the body. And so the liver, among its many duties, also produces hormones, amino acids, and protein. I often tell people, especially women who are in uh, near their, their uh, the change of life going into menopause, if you're having, or even younger, I see this with a lot of people uh, who maybe have trouble getting pregnant or having hormonal imbalances, the liver is usually the culprit behind a lot of hormonal imbalance. So it's very important to know that. And the body can become deprived of these important compounds if the liver, of course, is congested. Amino acids are also the building blocks of protein and they build neurotransmitters needed by the brain for its proper functioning. And I'll link in the show notes to the episode I did on neurotransmitters. If you're not familiar with them, a lot of them are made in the gut. And we're talking about things like serotonin and dopamine, which are responsible for our ability to focus and concentrate, our ability to stay calm and relaxed for mood control, to have a normal sleep-wake cycle. So if you're noticing some of these issues with your child, it could be very commonly, again, starting from the gut, which comes back to liver congestion. It's all kind of combined, of course. And the liver and the gallbladder are processing some of the fats and the enzymes needed to digest the food, and we're not able to absorb our nutrients properly. So what's exacerbating the liver congestion? What makes it worse? There is imbalanced gut flora, environmental toxins, poor diet, in which they all contribute to this liver congestion, and the formation of gallstones, which are very common too. High acid foods and beverages will start to actually thicken the blood, and this includes excessive intake of protein-rich foods, including animal fats. Now we need proteins, they're very important, but I'll talk a little bit further about protein synthesis, but it's important to know that we wanna get the right amount of protein, and it's, it's likely our kids aren't getting too much anyway because their diets are limited. We wanna get enough in there, but we don't wanna have overload of protein. So it's a nice balance, especially for you to remember as well. Because gallstone, gallstones can block the blood flow to the liver, the bile duct and the gallbladder, and without proper functioning of all of this, the liver's processes, then we have diseases that can form. And then the liver filters toxic chemicals from food, water, air pollutants, pesticides, medications, plastics, soaps and lotions, vaccinations, and more. And all of these things give toxic overload, including heavy metal toxins, which Hopefully, if you've been following me for a while, uh, last month I did an entire series on heavy metal detoxification, and you can go back and look at those episodes as well. This all sets up the liver congestion early on. So the fetus is already susceptible to the toxins in the mother's body, and then those she's exposed to while she's pregnant. And then further research has shown that sperm carry toxins, including aluminum toxicity, and new science is seeing more and more as well. The older the father is at time of conception, the more likely to have additional toxic burden in the fetus because the older the father is, the more toxic load he's been exposed to in his life as well. And children on the autism spectrum always, if almost always, if not always, I would say, have an imbalanced gut flora or gut bacteria. 
And you've heard me talk about things like candida or yeast. This is so, so common. And they are living organisms and they release poop. They literally poop in our system. They release other toxins. They crowd out the good bacteria that keeps us healthy in our gut and they crowd it out and they overload the gut and they cause a lot of problems. Again, causing the gut disruption and the very first place to begin again is back to that seven foods guide I mentioned, because that will allow you to be able to help to start reducing the things that those toxins, those candida toxins are thriving off of. You want to eliminate some of those foods that they need to survive. And they're also foods, sugars and processed carbohydrates that turn to sugar and casein and dairy and inflammatory foods, all these things that we don't need anyway. And there's a lot of research out on this, folks. So I'm not just throwing you out some little piece. There is a lot of research backing all of this that um, you ought to be careful too, because uh, as these yeast organisms uh, will continue to grow, they also will harm the liver. So I will link to a, an episode I've done in the past on candida so you can learn a little bit more about it and on some more things about die-off. But again, as these organisms start, start to die off, which is what we want, but we want to do it slowly and we need to offer support, you might see things again like headache, fatigue, increased behavioral outbursts, anger, flu-like symptoms, skin rashes are really common because the skin is one of our big ways to detoxify, uh, and a lot more. Um, sometimes you'll see increased urination. I hear that uh, from my, my members a lot. And, and urination is also one of the ways that we release uh, some of our, uh, our toxins as well. So again, nutrient deficiency is really big because a poor working liver and gallbladder will lead to nutrient deficiencies. And things like you know the bile and the pancreatic enzymes, the fat enzymes, when they're too low, they're due to a congested liver and gallbladder. The body can absorb the necessary important fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K, and the important essential fatty acids, the omega-3 fatty acids. Now, these are very crucial to, uh, to our brain's functioning and to our brain's ability to be protected, uh, especially those, those essential fatty acids, those omega-3s. But we have to make sure our child is able to absorb them properly too, because they are a fat. And, and if you hopefully listen to my recent episode on, uh, that I'll link to on fat digestion, we need to support that, especially when our child's gut or our own is weak. If you notice that you get kind of nauseous after you eat or your child does, that's a really big sign that there is a gallbladder weakness. And it's just the gallbladder is not working properly, usually because the liver is also not working properly. They, they work together. So there are some enzymes you can help, uh, help that you can take that will help. And I'll, again, I'll link to that episode so you can know more about that. But uh, you want to start out slowly, even with the good fats. And that episode is called Good Fats Versus Bad Fats, because good fats like uh, extra virgin olive oil, which of course is always organic, right? Olive oil, coconut oil, avocado, those are all really important. The brain is made up of 60% fat and it needs good fats. It's very important for a lot of things in our body, but we have to start giving it to our child slowly and making sure that their body is processing it well enough, just smaller quantities to begin with. Healthy vision, viral and bacterial combat, protection of the intestinal lining, these are all 
part of all these good healthy fats and what they can do for us. And you want to stay away from the bad fats. You know, those those the vegetable oils, soy, canola, those are all bad. And again, I will link to the episode that I did on the good fats versus the bad fats so you know more about that as well. The nutrition in the blood also really, of course, feeds the brain, right? Any toxins or any good nutrition, either way, are going to go to the brain. And so when the brain doesn't receive what it needs, it's starved of these essential nutrients and it can't manufacture the chemicals necessary to carry out all of these vital functions. And it can result, you might see symptoms of fatigue, depression, inability to concentrate, insomnia, irritability, illness, and a lot more. And if we begin to detoxify the system without first supporting the liver, the toxins are going to go back up in the bloodstream. And again, multiple systems of the body, including the brain, are going to become ill. Viruses, bacteria, and fungus are use the un undigested food and waste as food for themselves. So the liver has to be able to remove these toxins and damage cells and other waste material from the body as well. So the first steps of support are toxin binders. Now you've probably heard me talk about these a lot. I'm very big on it. My members hear me talk about it constantly. I'm tying or do you have binders in place? Are the binders in place? Of course, I give them direct links so they know exactly which ones I'm talking about. I'm going to link to, to some here for you uh, in, the, uh, in the show notes as well, because it's important that you have some binders in place to help sop up those extra toxins that the body is creating while it's healing and because the liver cannot process them fast enough on its own you've got to support that system and children with autism of course are extra sensitive they usually have uh, detoxification pathways that are really limited uh, we've talked about things like sulfation and uh, the MTHFR gene mutation, which is in about 90% of kids with autism, I would actually venture to say 100%. Basically, it means we have poor detoxification pathways and they need to be supported. That's why we go through a very slow and gentle process moving forward. In, in my membership program, that's what I do with everyone because I don't want you know, people jumping around from supplement to supplement, not knowing what they're doing, kind of that kitchen sink syndrome I talked about where things can be just overburdening the body. You Even, as I mentioned, really, really healthy, good things like omega-3 fatty acids, we need them. But they're, they're even in module two of the program because if you give too many fats too quickly, again, without supporting the system and binders, and if it's not, the gallbladder is not able to process them yet, first of all, you're wasting your money because they're not going to be absorbed by the body. But also then your child can be, start feeling really sick after they eat, eat, eat them or take those supplements because the fats aren't getting digested. So you can watch your child for symptoms. Um, but, uh, but this is something that's really important to know because again, they're very, they're very sensitive and dosing too high with anything can cause extreme die-off of symptoms. So you always wanna move forward slowly, as slowly as possible. I always tell, tell everyone, it's important for you to know, slow is good. I know that you're eager and you wanna see results as fast as you can but it's one thing at a time. And I think that helps you, and I hope that helps you understand that it is, 
it's something that you can do more easily, something you can do more relaxed. And that is what I, I what I encourage you to, to understand is that you can you can start trying to reduce your stress load on yourself because I know how hard it is. I have lived it personally and I am guilty of the kitchen sink syndrome way back when. I remember doing it as well, thinking I was doing good things for my son and not realizing I was moving too quickly for his system. It's very, very important to know that. And don't feel like you're slacking off if you're not throwing 20 things at them at once because you're doing the best you know how. But, and that is why I do guide you. And I'm looking forward to the masterclass in January to help you understand more about this. So again, make sure that you register for it and share it with other parents who need this information. Um, because again, dosage for some of these, these uh, supplements, and of course, I always look for everything in liquid or powder form because our kids usually can't take any pills and uh, especially the little guys. And then also if something only comes in a capsule that I have found, uh, that uh, it can be opened up and poured into food and mixed in with food or beverage uh, that way too. But commonly, it, say if it's a liquid, it might be as little as one drop a day. A mom in my membership program actually wrote me in our, in our we have a forum inside where they ask me their questions all the time, anytime they come up. And she said that, you know, is it 40 drops I'm supposed to give my child a day? It can't be only four. And I said, it is only four. In fact, right now in your beginning, it's likely only one. And I have everyone do muscle testing or learn it because it's a valuable thing to learn to ask if your child's body can accept something at the time you're giving it, but also to know if that dosage is correct for them. Because again, you want to go very, very slowly. It can literally be as little as a drop a day for some children with autism. And then you slowly titrate up or slowly increase that dosage over time watching them for symptoms, making sure their body is able to adjust and not over overburdening it. Because we don't want those the die-off symptoms. Not only are they not pleasant for the child who is feeling awful, but they're really unpleasant for you as a parent to be having to work with because your child may get sick or they might also become very irritable, some even violent and aggressive when it happens. And I really want to want to tell you that your child is not angry, an angry person. It's not who they are. They're just this way. It's that the toxins and the inflammation on their brain are causing them to behave that way. The candida can cause a lot of these issues. Lyme causes a lot of anger. Uh, heavy metals, especially mercury, cause a lot of anger. There are all these things in the system that are creating the, this inability to focus, the lack of speech, the inability to sleep at night properly, the, uh, the irritability and aggression, uh, kids who want and need to learn and focus in a classroom, and uh, they can't because they're, they're just too toxic and inflamed. And uh, my son even used to say, mom, I want to, but I can't. And it was heartbreaking for me as a parent to watch him, you know, struggling when I knew how brilliant he was. I mean, he literally just from, you know, you probably have seen it in your own child. Our, these children with autism are so smart and they deserve this chance. And now my son is now able to flourish. He's graduated college. All of those symptoms he once had are gone. 
And, you know, he is the most calm, relaxed, easygoing guy today. Those, those irritability, aggressive, even episodes he had when he was a little guy, you would not even imagine this person could even act that way. Again, back to those toxins and inflammation on their brain. It's not who they are. Once you can clear those up, they can become calm. They can give their gifts to the world. They can think and focus. And, you know, Albert Einstein had, had autism, uh, you know, Asperger's there, these brilliant people have so much to give. And that's why we want to be able to give this to our own children, let them lead the most fulfilling life possible for them, a independent life someday, uh, living on their own, uh, being happy, making friends. That's what it's really all about. So um, first steps again, are just coming back into the very beginning, baby steps are uh, you know, the top seven food guide. Again, it's naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, uh, the number seven and foods with no spaces. I have linked to the things that I've talked about and I will link to the link to the masterclass registration as well in the show notes at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash one zero seven. And I'm really, really looking forward to the masterclass. Again, it'll be on January 9th, 2021. We are going to make 2021 the absolute best year possible. And I'm looking forward to helping you on that journey and having you get the success that you're looking for, the results and the belief that it can happen and the understanding of how so that you can do this with more peace in your life easier, more simplified, streamlining, not having to spend a lot of time and your, your precious resources on things that aren't working and focusing and knowing what to do with the things that do work and that get results and how to do that safely. So again, join me on January 9th, naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass. And, um, and even though it's a little ways away, still go ahead and register now. We will send you reminders once you're registered. So you can just register, forget about it for now. We'll get put it on your calendar. Don't forget about it. But we will send you reminders as it gets closer so that you are certain to uh, be there as well with us. It's again a free three-hour masterclass I'm offering uh, to walk you through all these steps to educate you as a parent so that you know what you can do for your child and how to do it and also going to be we're, we're going to be having some q a as well because i know you have questions and support is key so have a great great week thank you so much for being here i appreciate you and what you're doing for your child and i look forward to seeing you next time